Hi. Hi. I'm Andre. I, and I am Allie. <laughs> and <laughs> this is the Love is Blind Love podcast. Love is Blind podcast here for a debrief on episode three of season six. Episode three, Operation Get My Girl Back. Get My um, Girl Back. And I should say, we have a special guest joining us today, a cat named apparently named Bentley. Uh, apparently. And we say apparently. It, that sounds weird because why would there be a cat whose name we don't quite know? Uh, we found a cat and we've identified who the owner is, but they're coming yes. to pick him up in about an hour or so. In the meantime, there's just a cat nearby. He's adorable. Yes. But in case you hear cat sounds. In case you hear a cat sounds. We're just over here being local angels, yeah. returning a pet to their owner. <laughs> no big deal. And in future episodes, if you hear cat sounds, that's just me. <laughs> but that seems like a good time to remind you that if you like us, then please fo- subscribe to our podcast, give us a five-star rating. Follow us on Instagram, mm-hmm. check out our Facebook group, communicate with us. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's I, we know that there's a handful of you out there who uh, are listening to this. Uh, we know that at least when we dropped the previous two episodes... There's, you know, a couple of dozen people listen to it. So that's yeah, pretty exciting. That's, that's just starting. And now even more, now that you know that we're good people who return cats, unless you're a dog person, in which case it's a dog. Yes. Uh, in that case, <laughs> no, that leaves really a, a dog. You know what we haven't done over the last two episodes is read the Netflix description of the episode. Yeah. Oh, actually, we might have. But I think um, we did for up two. We did for up two. But for ep three, it is... One excited couple meets face-to-face. A contestant works through big emotions. A connection grows deeper between two singles who share similar beliefs. And, uh, yeah, uh, I, for the most part, I, I thought this episode was kind of low drama, but hey, that's, mm-hmm. you know, it, th- we don't, we're not necessarily here for drama. We're also here for just true connections forming. So that's kind of nice, you know? Yeah, I actually really like it when you are just seeing people fall in love. That's one reason I like this reality show in particular is because... I, I don't like it when it's all drama and you don't see totally. couples that really make it. I really want them to work out. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, to, right on that note, we begin right away with Johnny and Amy yes. seeing each other for the first time. Soft spot Johnny. Soft spot Johnny. Because <laughs> Andre loves him. I think he's he's really nice. He, he Of course. He's lovable. He hasn't shown me a reason not to be liked. So. But l- listeners, every time that we've started it, Andre's like, I really like Johnny. I really like Johnny. <laughs> I think you see yourself in him. <laughs> he seems kind. He's a kind guy. He's it's a true. Ki- and he's obviously very smitten with her and likewise. And yeah, like things go really, really, really well. I love this meeting. Yeah, they they seem to get along really well. And there's, you know, there's the, the statement of I... I don't think I would have approached you if I'd seen mm-hmm. you in real life if I didn't know you. So that's, you know, hey, that's mm-hmm. perks, you know, uh, props to the show, not perks, props to the show for mm-hmm. bringing together two people who seem to really get along. And I can only hope that that continues, you know. Is love truly blind? Is Rav? Is, is Rav? Is Rav? Is Rav? Is Rav, is Rav blind? I don't know. <laughs> love is blind. In this case, it appears to be... Yeah. No, I mean, that's one of the cool things about the show is that you get people who would not be attracted to each other. And when it works out, it is awesome. So 
But yeah, I mean, not much to say about them other than I'm here for it. Like, I hope that they're a star couple, you mm-hmm. know? Um, we yeah. jump over then to Laura. Is it Laura? I, not, yeah. Laura, not Sarah. Blonde. Right. Okay. Blonde yeah. Laura. Blonde Laura. Um, kind of telling uh, other people about her techniques of trying to pick people mm-hmm. up in public. Um, which, you know, some people are like, whoa, that's a lot. So you just stare people down, huh? Yeah. I mean, look, that's actually not a, not a terrible technique. Just make eye contact with people. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I, we're going to we're going to hear from her more. Yeah. We later will. this episode. But this is a we haven't really gotten much Laura. I think she was kind of briefly in some mm-hmm. previous episodes, yeah. but the the editors I think are they're giving us a little bit more of a taste of Laura. They're bringing her in. Um, but it, we don't stay there long. I I mean, what do you think of her technique? She had the technique of staring people down. She had the technique of dropping something. The the dropping something I don't think would work on me. But the staring technique might work, except normally if I make eye contact with somebody, I'm like, oh, no, they think that I'm looking at them. So then I immediately look away forever. Oh, man, I I have to say, I feel the opposite. I feel like if I were being stared at by somebody, it would be extremely off-putting versus if I were walking and someone asked if I dropped something. I'd be more receptive to conversation. I don't know. Mm. I can be a little bit grumpy with strangers. Yeah. yeah. It might also be a, a gender thing. Yeah, probably. Know? Yeah. <laughs> I'll just put that out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the more interesting back, sort of back room conversation that we see is uh, Clay talking to, mm-hmm. I, I don't think we've been introduced to him. Um, I don't know. Jamal. Jamal. Uh, yeah. We're we're seeing his name show up here. But yeah, Clay showing some emotion and kind of seeing seeming a little bit kind of you know, you can tell that he has feelings for mm-hmm. Ada, uh, AD, AD. AD and he's just has been thrown off and doesn't necessarily have the emotional tools to to address it and to to kind of cope with it. Uh you know, specifically the fact that she said that she has feelings for Matthew. Mm-hmm. Um but the honesty that he's showing here, talking about, mm-hmm. you know, putting up a defense mechani- mechanism of just kind of like putting up a facade. And I was like kind of impressed by it. Not only the fact that he he's, has this awareness of it, but that he's talking openly to somebody about mm-hmm. it. So that's pretty, it's really nice to see. It was genuinely like a really touching moment to to see that he he recognizes there are things that he needs to work on and that... You know, this is this is. It seems like a little bit of a, like a, I wouldn't say a wake up call, but just a a, a moment of uh, that he probably is going to have to deal with moving forward. You know, like uh, something that he is uh, maybe unlocking here. The fact that AD is asking for a little bit more vulnerability, mm-hmm. and he is feeling some vulnerability. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and that he, yeah, I just had such a strong reaction to Matthew being the other, well, being, that there was another guy was, I think, what the reaction to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I think, I think a lot of things. 
I think, first of all, I think I called it when I said that's what was up for him. was that there was a lot of bravado. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely did. I yeah. think he, there's a thought for me of like, well, why haven't you been to therapy? <laughs> he mentions it again. And, and you know, I, there's a lot of access issues when it comes to therapy. So who knows what the story is. But if it's accessible, it sounds like he should go. So, okay. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I think, I think it's tough to be a dude at all because you have to have so much like your emotions have to be so constrained in such a narrow window I think that that is even more powerful when there's a racial component to it yeah and black s- men have certainly mm-hmm. have an aspect of masculinity that's kind of well documented that it, it makes it a little bit harder for them to be vulnerable because it and is to show emotion yeah and, because it is know? seen as sort of like a a, a strike against their masculinity mm-hmm. uh, so it is really nice then kind of like as a as a segue when when he meets with ad and she kind of reassures him to kind of yeah. say like I like that. I, I think that that's a strength of mass. It shows masculinity that you were mm-hmm. able to show vulnerability, that you're able to be in touch with those emotions. And I th- it kind of takes him by surprise. He says, really, but like, there's a lot of like, he, I think that surprises him, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and so it is really cool to, to see her kind of support him on this journey. And I, he then takes the next step and is just kind of like I, you know, I was boohoo crying. Like you know, he's he's kind of opening up to her in a way that he hasn't been up to up till now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see a genuine connection form. I mean, it does remind me. Like, this is the the Milton Lydia exchange, like from last season, where yeah. Lydia opened up about her feeling rejected and Milton was really there for her. And, you know, AD had the opposite experience round one, but I think that's mm-hmm. eliciting a deeper connection now. And who knows, you know, I'm still wary that AD is coming on this, on the heels of feeling that pretty intense rejection from Matthew, but the show would be nothing without people deciding to get engaged uh, <laughs> in a rebound space. <laughs> you know, what would we be without this component of the show? What do you think, though, she brings back his comment about you said you have to be attracted to me and that was upsetting to me. I don't remember exact words, but she says something like that. What do you think of his response? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I paused on this response because it is, he says, if I'm wrong, I'll definitely admit that I'm wrong. And then does not admit that he's wrong. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> so he like, he's like, I hear you. If I'm wrong, I'll admit that I'm wrong. And then they move past it without him addressing it at all. He doesn't say he's sorry about it. He doesn't say that he's wrong. He's just kind of like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I said that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder I wonder 
if it was edited out because her she seems really softened by his response right and i don't know that she would be if he hadn't addressed that more directly Mm -hmm. so but yes as it's portrayed i had a similar reaction of like okay i mean yay (laughs) yeah it's unclear they definitely seem to come together at the end and they seem to be they you know they're they're moving forward but yeah that moment also kind of struck me as like what that's okay you didn't quite acknowledge that i mean you acknowledged it but then didn't um didn't say that you were wrong about it so it seems like in in some ways it makes it seem like he's just kind of holding on to it you know Mm -hmm. which (sighs) and notably never says you're right it doesn't matter right (laughs) something something that's worth keeping in mind about this the the show in general right is that we're seeing these episodes kind of coming out little by little but the editors have a story that they're telling from beginning of course to end of season right so yes. even if there might be still some work being done on some of the episodes right now ultimately the re- there's a reason why we're being shown specific images specific clips specific cuts which is that they're trying to tell a story mm-hmm. they're trying to kind of make sure that we're we're tracking specific things. So it's, you know, to your point, they might have cut a line of him saying, I'm sorry, but maybe their goal here is to highlight something that may be coming down the line. Mm-hmm. You know, that ultimately he is going to be bothered maybe by by her, her looks mm-hmm. or whatever. So mm-hmm. I, I, that's something that I, that I from time to time remember, which is that this the editors know the how the story ends yeah like how these story end they don't um they're not just looking at just this episode mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's true i think it, to your point like it could also be a hint that this challenge he may have being accountable and saying sorry may factor mm-hmm. in again right. uh later down the line but we we move from then to Kenneth and Brittany, mm-hmm. who we hadn't seen much of them bef- at all. I think Kenneth has one line before this, I think in support. I don't remember who he's supporting, but he is supporting somebody, maybe Clay. Um, I mean, I, we, we've, we've certainly seen one of their interactions before. Yeah. So in the previous episode, we do see them interacting for the first time, which is when they kind of like, you know, they, they right. mention how they're, they're both teacher, religious yeah. and, um, uh, you know, the uh, principal, right? Yes, he's a principal. He's a principal and she's a teacher. Um, and they are, I mean, they begin their meeting straight up at I love you, mm-hmm. uh, this meeting in the third episode. So, yeah. Again, I wish we had a timer that shows how long <laughs> they've spent together at this point. Everybody knows we want a timer. We want a timer, guys. Um, you know, Brittany brings up uh, ethnicity mm-hmm. right at the top, uh, which is uh, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. And also they start talking about each other's looks right. in general, which yeah. is also interesting. A lot of couples are f- talking about looks this episode because there's also the Megan Fox comment. You know, yeah. it's like, okay. There's a little bit of like, okay, cool, I'm into you, but also I need to know more about you, um, and and specifically how you look, right. in order to make sure that I that I'm gonna get along with you. Yeah, more so than other seasons, I think. Yeah, it it feels like that. Yeah, 
Yeah. I like that ultimately in this particular case, other than, you know, him saying I'm black, he they don't actually confirm anything else about each other. Mm-hmm. Like she makes a comment about how he's stout or that she has mm-hmm. long hair and then, you know, it doesn't really get confirmed in any way. You know, he kind of like jokes about how he's short, like, you know, he's 5'4 or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and she's like, well, I hope not, but, you know, I'm going to trust in the experiment. And then... Uh, Overall, it seems like they are they're they're, they're just on the same page. They're certainly moving right. forward. Yeah, they're both religious. They both want to wait until marriage. Yeah. Hey, you know, follow your bliss, man. Like I, that's what's <laughs> no. No, not. I'm I'm just curious. Do you think they'll wait until marriage? I do think they'll wait until marriage. Okay. Well, it helps that marriage is like in a day. Sure, but I'm 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 <laughs> I'm just wondering whether like once they're on their honeymoon, they're like actually no. No, I mean they both seem pretty okay. religious. I mean pretty he's a devout. pastor, right? Doesn't he reveal that he's like a worship a leader? Worship leader, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I think that is going to be what they do. Yeah. Again, they get married very quickly, so that yeah, that's true. That they helps. don't have to wait that long. Yeah. Yeah. I also, who knows? I mean, they might be like intimate in non-traditional sex ways. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what our audience is. Ways. I would go into more detail here. I don't know what our audience is. So, uh, this is a. I don't know if it's a family show, but it it sure it's a family show. We have Bentley here. Bentley, this is Bentley's gonna hear this. Bentley earmuffs. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we then go back to the uh women's quarters where uh Laura is talking to Sunny, Sunny, mm-hmm. Sunny. Um uh and kind of telling like they're they're essentially gossiping about Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> Laura seems like bad news to me. Do you think so? Oh yeah. I think Laura seems a little vicious. Uh, my, my radars are, are going up with her. Um, There's an aspect of that that I feel like it, it, like her and Jeremy are going to get along just fine though. I think that there's an aspect of his energy that that is going to play into just fine. Um, I Okay. I, I don't know if that's actually true, but like just based on the interactions that I've seen Jeremy have with the other guys in previous episodes, he strikes me as somebody who's like, I don't know. I, I think he he's he, they're gonna work out. I I, I have this. I mean, I, here's the way I'm thinking about it is I think they're gonna work out, and we're probably not gonna like the way they act around each other. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Um, I think they're not gonna work out. Okay. But I I. I think the pressure to go through with the marriage is pretty intense, so. Right, right. You know. Yeah. Well, they're talking about, you know, they 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 meet up and they talk about sleep apnea and they talk mm-hmm. about celebrating Christmas and they seem to have some um, you know, connections there with each other and they they are they're having similar mental images even though at first I thought that Laura was kind of like she's like I don't celebrate really celebrate very much and then she got really excited about the way he described um celebrating mm-hmm. things a little arm dance mm-hmm. she's doing um pajama vibes m- mimosa vibes that he's talking mm-hmm. about vibing out 
I do think I see them as more compatible than I see him with Sarah Ann. Right. His other potential partner. Um, I, he seems to at least have fun with Laura. And I, th- mm-hmm. I think that the flame with Sarah Ann feels like it's kind of fading a little bit. Although she drops that she's like a in- influencer, which I think piques his interest. Do you think that piques his interest? Totally. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought he kind of went in the wrong, the opposite direction with all the you know talk about lip fillers and Botox. I I thought that he kind of went like, hmm, I don't know if this is the kind of person I'm looking for, but maybe I'm getting a different read on his energy. I think when it was just fillers, yes, he was sort of like, ooh. But when it became she's an influencer, I think it it changed. And I think, maybe controversial opinion here, I think it's because from that he assumes she's probably hot. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was like, all right, you're back in the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. That's that's just my read on it. Yeah. Fans, listeners, let us know what you think. Um, yeah. Also, this is the two of them talking, I think, was maybe one of the first times I've noticed explicit discussions of, like, are you conservative or liberal? Like, what are your politics uh-huh. like? I don't know if I've seen that before in Love is Blind. And maybe I'm wrong about that, but I think maybe most of the time people are like maybe inferring it or like talking well, about like around it. But this is like a kind of like a more explicit discussion around abortion, which. Well, I, that would no, that was Nancy and Bartice uh, had that big. Oh, I don't, you know, hmm. I don't. I might. I might like Bartice less than I liked Uche. So I'm happy to not <laughs> revisit <laughs> that conversation, especially his. Yeah, his views on that. But um. Anyway, you know who's less awful? <laughs> Jeremy. Jeremy Chalamet and Sarah. Sarah Ann. Yeah. I. You know. I. These. His love triangle with these two. It just seems like it's starting to cook. So I think we'll probably get a little bit more. But right now, it's just a little exhibition of, hey, this is this is going on. Yeah. I mean, th- I think the most that we get from, from my perspective of him getting close to Sarah Ann is the fact that he wants to uh, take her to his father's grave. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, yeah. Anyway, back in the men's rooms, we're yeah. seeing uh, Ken kind of talking about his connection. And l- like we literally go into the next scene, having seen very little of these two together to mm-hmm. marriage. Yep. Um. So Ken and Brittany are engaged. Well, not mar- engaged. You know, they are they are right. Yeah. They're moving right along. I I think that of all of the couples that we've seen, we've seen the least of them. Maybe am I right on that? I, I don't it, know. I don't know. It just um, feels like the the quickest uh, from we're seeing your relationship develop to we're engaged. Yeah, it does feel quick. But I first of all, I don't for sure know if that's true or not. But it we could it could be. But okay. um, I also think. 
they're both teachers. They both have that similar background. They both want to wait until marriage. Like that, it's like 100% aligned. So I can understand why it would be quicker for for that. Because I think a lot of it is like, oh, cool. You're like me. Great. Let's do this. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's a nice engagement. I guess we'll probably see their meeting in the next in episode, the next episode mm-hmm. uh, which I hope it goes well. But then from then, we transition over to uh, Jimmy and Jessica. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, where we are introduced, at least for my, I don't think I've seen this before. The bottles of wine that say "Love is Wine" on I them. Know. We a, were pretty into that. Pretty into that. Also, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> eagle-eyed uh, viewers might notice that the "Love is Wine" is served next to a plate of what appears to be tomato mush. <laughs> tomato mush, or I was like, "What is that? Ground beef?" It's just it's just a <laughs> pile. Of mush. <laughs> I think in theory it's, it's pasta. I feel like in other scenes we see it be pasta, but right now it's pretty it's pretty rough. All of the contestants on Love is Blind are just fed a nutrient paste. Yeah. <laughs> Soylent. <laughs> all of the contestants that yeah. don't make it. I know everybody else had like sushi, like cool stuff. So on his side he does have pasta. She doesn't okay. have pasta. <laughs> okay, I'm now I'm now seeing that. So there are two separate shots. One of them is of just a plate with the sauce on it, and then the there's another shot of him with yeah. the love is wine, where he has a bowl of pasta next to his sauce. But man, what a this is like the lamest of the meals, right? I think because it didn't even look like good pasta. It looks like someone really threw it together. Um, compared to the sushi or that salad with the like look like a asian salad or something because it looks like a little mm-hmm, wontons mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i yeah anyway is, okay. this, is this like when i was obsessed with the clear shoes yes <laughs> last season yeah well yeah now I'm, <laughs> uh, now I'm getting a, a different cut where i'm seeing jessica with just a bowl of pasta and no sauce i mean this is the, guys we're really come on we're, we're looking at they the things that together. matter. They go together. You need sauce and you need pasta. We're seeing the All things right? that matter and we're commenting yeah. on them. Um, I mean, what other after show podcast is going to give you the scoop <laughs> on the pasta and the sauce? All right. Yeah. yeah. You were wondering. Y'all should follow Sweden's lead and put us at the top of your charts. Hey, Sweden. Hi, Sweden. Hi. Hello. So we're seeing Jessica and Jimmy talking. Um, and we, I get a very interesting sense where he starts to crack his knuckles. And then she's like, are you cracking your knuckles? And he's like, yes, I mm-hmm. was doing it to test you. And I'm like, I don't think you were doing it to test her. I think you were just absentmindedly cracking your knuckles. <laughs> and you've just found out a thing that annoys her. Um, because she does not seem happy about it. Um, and yeah. There, there's an aspect of that that I'm like, I do wonder whether uh, things like that. I mean, you know, those are the little things that bother people about mm-hmm. each other sometimes. But uh, yeah, what did you think uh, about their conversation about uh, f- Instagram followers? Yeah, I, you know, here's the thing. Streak of jealousy. I, I think a lot of women feel like she feels, and uncontroversial opinion or a controversial opinion probably I think it's we should expect that 
our partners will, you know, be Looking drawn to that. Models? I mean, I mean, like, I personally think, oh man, I feel like I'm putting myself out here for the wolves. <laughs> I, I personally think it is unrealistic to expect our partners to just magically never find themselves attracted to anybody else again, simply because we're with them. I think the act of love is to be respectful and mm. about that. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if he's like gratuitously just like scrolling the gram all the time, that's not, not cool. But like her. if yeah. he happens to see another person that he thinks is attractive, I, yeah, you know, like I, I love, I love the Dan Savage podcast and he always references like that there was this, oh man. All right. I'm just really going for it. Um, there was a study that was done where it wanted to compare like some trait uh, amongst men who watched porn and then compared to men who didn't. And the study couldn't be completed because they couldn't find enough men who didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's like, you know, I, I think we could get a little bit more woke as a culture when it comes to that kind of thing. And I'm going to let you talk now. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I was really more just talking about is the fact that, that, that the idea of um, wondering about what, like who on Instagram he follows to me reveals maybe an aspect of, jealousy and yeah her. she's very insecure yeah yes. which i mean it makes sense right because yeah. she has such extreme abandonment drama yeah right and I, and I think that yeah i i think that the idea of somebody kind of like you know having an instagram account where all they follow is models is very very different yeah. i get that um but from her perspective i do wonder whether it was the, the fact that she wanted to bring this up um is something that she's concerned about uh-huh um, yeah yeah, I mean, we heard her backstory that that she seems like she's like a really cool person. And also, you do not go through something like that without it leaving a very big impact. I don't know how much she's gone to therapy, but that's a big deal to go through what she's gone through. And she's got some, you know, wounding about being abandoned. And so I think that probably makes her sensitive again it's could you feel sensitive to that without having gone through that of course of course you could but there's just these ways I think I even mentioned before I sense like a deep insecurity about her and when I heard her backstory I was like there we go you yeah. know so it's between her though she basically puts it out on the table that she is like 100% here for him and I think he is like I'm sort of like that but let me go talk to Megan Fox with yeah. their <laughs> uh their connection um and he's yeah he's like trying to decide I think we talked about it last time that like they they ha he has connections with both of them but the you know Chelsea connection it feels a lot less complicated to right. him I think and I I get why that would be very appealing you know mm -hmm. I wonder if 
let's say that he and Chelsea end up getting together. I wonder if they don't work out, which I kind of don't think they would work out if they got together. Um, it's one of those things where, you know, at the reunion, we find out he tried things with Jessica because maybe he just needs a little bit of time to adjust to what's up for her. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's kind of seems like we're leaning towards Trevor getting together with Chelsea. Yeah, because it, they seem to have better, better chemistry. chemistry. And then I think I, I don't know whether it's going to be by choice or by the fact that Chelsea is going to say yes to Trevor that Jimmy's ultimately going to go with Jessica. Yeah. Um, which may set up some drama later on mm-hmm. because it does feel a little bit like Jimmy has gotten pretty close with both. Mm-hmm. Um, so and she seems to like both. Yeah. I could see it. I could, from her perspective, I could see it going either way from Jimmy's perspective. I think he's going to go Chelsea. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You think he's going to go Chelsea? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I, I, I think last episode I saw, I thought so too. For some reason in this episode, it's, it felt more to me that he was leaning more Jessica. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it is maybe because they were talking so much about like their other connections during their date. Like they're talking about, you know, um, like him liking Jessica and her liking Trevor as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it seems like their conversation kind of gets uh, a little bit serious uh, regarding that um, and I don't necessarily know whether that affects whether they it almost feels a little bit like they maybe are they they're maybe starting to like because of this conversation be like oh okay maybe I will just kind of lean towards the other person but mm-hmm. that's maybe the more of a vibe that I get mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well time will tell time will tell yeah but um, I think we go from her date with him to is is it the Trevor date next? I think so. There, uh, I'm realizing the conversation between Chelsea and Jimmy goes on for a it's a long conversation. Yeah. Um. Th- this is a little. Uh, he's being cute. This is a little, you know, inside scoop. We are we scroll through the episode while we're yeah. talking to you guys, just so that we can be reminded of the on. things that we had just seen yeah um but yeah as a result you get a lot of commentary on pasta and sauce yeah but <laughs> it is welcome but it is also you know like as it's making me realize like oh they met for like <laughs> they're talking this, a this long is a, time we're keeping having to scroll that's why you guys are getting all these bentley update no that's not true you're getting them the updates because the bentley's adorable yes bentley the oh, cat is just rolling around on the couch and showing his really belly cute. yes Oh, he must feel so safe with us because we're good people who deserve five-star reviews. Bentley Bentley gave us a five-star Bentley's review. Bentley's giving us a five. Bentley's giving us On a thousand-star review. So, yeah, we <laughs> then see Trevor and Chelsea, and Trevor is essentially saying, I've stopped dating everyone. Yes. Except you. I only have one date today, and it's you. I had one date yesterday, and I didn't want it to be with that person i just wanted to date you mm-hmm. um and yeah i think uh chelsea doesn't really know what to do with that information especially when he drops that he loves her mm-hmm. and i i don't know whether she was expecting that today mm-hmm. on their date um 
But I, she likes it. Yeah. She goes back to the room and is like the ladies lounge and is like, oh, he said that people are usually not nice to me and he's yeah. really nice to me. Yeah. 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 I, th- I think they're the couple uh, be- between the arrangements that we're seeing. I think, you know, I, I would root more for Chelsea and Trevor um, than Jimmy and Chelsea. Uh, yeah. I think they have better potential yeah. yeah and i think as a result of that jimmy's going to end up with jessica yeah you know you never know because it's got to be such a mind trip in there i mean look at zach and Irina, right mm-hmm. like we're getting yeah we get a lot more information than they do in some ways and they have different information than we do um we've so far just seen her have good connections with two people right i think we like trevor more for her because he just seems so purely into her right but i don't necessarily know that she feels like she's connecting with him more than jimmy i mean that her date with jimmy was you know they got a little bit deeper and i think it was really nice so yeah and the the episode ends with Jessica kind of off to the side, drinking her wine, watching Chelsea from the side, kind of being like, I don't know who to choose between Jimmy and Trevor. And yeah. I'm sure Jessica's thinking, just pick Trevor. Yeah. Maybe Jessica decides to get lost. Who knows? Yeah, it's yeah. very possible. Maybe Jessica doesn't like that uh, she told Jimmy he, she, he was her top dog and it's not the same. Who knows? Who knows? But we will find out. We will find out in the next episode. And y'all will find out along with us when we do our our episode four. Yeah. Recap, debrief, analysis. Right. In the meantime, uh, again, subscribe, like us. Please like us. Yep. Sponsor us and wish us luck with returning little baby Bentley. Yeah. Wish us luck returning the cat. To his rightful yeah. owners. Is that you, Bentley? No, it wasn't. That was Allie. That was Allie. <laughs> <laughs> That's Andre. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now it's just 15 minutes of us making okay. cat okay, noises. <laughs> we're going to leave it there. And we're just going to fade. If you want more cat noises, we could drop a special bonus app. Yeah. But uh, we, I do not expect to get feedback like that. Okay. We're just gonna, we're just gonna fade out to cat noises. <laughs> All right. See y'all, everybody. See it next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, Bentley's looking at us. Okay. <laughs>